You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Glory to God. Amen. We're going to start a new series today. Today is Pentecost Sunday, by the way. So we're celebrating, celebrating the, the coming of the Holy Spirit, the inauguration of the church on the earth in power and in glory. Glory to God. When he came in like a rushing in tongues for the first time, for the first time, they began to speak in languages they never spoke before. So, on this day, all over the Christian world was commemorating that day and celebrating the coming of the Holy Spirit. You know that since the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, He has been on the earth, you know, fulfilling what Jesus asked Him to do. Working in our lives, helping us, helping our weaknesses, helping our infirmities. So it's a great thing. Amen? But we're going to start a new series I call it, Be Sober, Be Vigilant. Turn to someone and say, Be Sober, Be Vigilant. Yes. You need to be sober. You need to be vigilant. Yes. It's important for you to be sober. And it's important for you to be vigilant. If you are going to uh, fulfill what God has for you, you cannot afford, you cannot afford not to be sober. Oh, hallelujah. You cannot afford not to be vigilant. So let's pray. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word again. Your word is spirit and is life. Lord, I ask that you will speak. Let there be a staring. Lord God, let, let, let every mind, oh Father God, be brought under the Lordship of Jesus. Those in this place and those online, everybody listening, or everybody under the sound of my voice, I bring them under the Lordship of Jesus right now. Let every mind be subject to Christ. Be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Let leeching spirits, spirits that leech the minds, oh Father, be uprooted and be consumed by your fire, your fiery presence to consume their hold over the minds of your people in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you. Let there be clarity, clarity of mind. Clarity of understanding. Let the spirit of wisdom and understanding come upon your people. In Jesus' name. Amen. First Peter chapter 5. In First Peter chapter 5, Peter makes some very important statements here. All right, although what I want is in verse 
8, but I want to read. I want to read um, from verse 6. It says, Therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, uh, that he may exalt you in due time. Do you know that there is a due time for exaltation? There is a time and a season for everything. Sometimes you might be going through stuff. Sometimes you might be under. Sometimes you might be humiliated. Sometimes you might be going through stuff and people are making a mockery of you. Don't worry. There is a due time. Do you understand me? There is a due time. Glory to God. Yeah, we've gone through stuff as a church, but tell, I'm telling you there is a due time. I said there is a due time for us. Glory to God. There is a due time. So we just need to humble ourselves. Humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God and not be moved by what we see, not be carried away by the wind under the mighty hand of God. For in due time, He will exalt you. It says in verse 7, casting all your care upon Him, for He cares for you. Come on. He cares for you. Casting all your cares upon Him. Why? Because He cares for you. All right? You just think about it. If you are a parent, you know that if something bothers your child, although it doesn't bother you directly, but you are concerned. Am I correct? And maybe you, you, you're not a parent, but you were once a child. And when something bothered you, it affected your parents. Correct? When you wake up and you're sick, your parents are concerned. They're not the ones sick. You are the one that is sick. So they are concerned. So he says, cast all your cares upon him. For he cares for you. They are not his cares. They are your cares. But he cares for you. Hallelujah. He cares for you. So he says, cast them all on him. Cast them all on him. For he cares for you. Hallelujah. Uh, but, but one of the things we're so good at is we know how to cast our cares on him in prayer. Okay? And then when we go out of the place of prayer, oh, we, we feel light. Oh, oh. You go back and collect your cares again. You take them up, you take them, and then you feel, okay, yeah, I feel normal now. Because you are so used to carrying the weight. You are so used to carrying so many concerns. You are not created to carry those things. Do you understand? You are not created for those things. It's just because of Adam's dumbness that those things came on you. But in the beginning, it was not so. In the beginning, you were not supposed to carry those things. So he says, okay, cast them on me. And he's stretching his hands and says, let go. You need to learn to cast them on him and leave them there. 
Did you hear me? Leave them there. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, cast your cares and leave them there. Yeah, leave them there. But you see, the way we've been programmed and trained by the world is, is that if you leave them there, that means you are irresponsible. <laughs> so I say, no, 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 but I need to worry about something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't just be worry-free. Come on, what kind of life is that? That's irresponsible. Yes? And you're carrying those things, and as you carry those things, your cortisol levels start rising. Your stress hormones start increasing. Meanwhile, he's saying, look, I can't be stressed. Give them to me. Give them to me. And walk away. Go to sleep. Don't stay awake over any problem. Go to sleep. Okay? If you are tempted, you feel the weight is too much, go kneel down and say, Jesus, this is what bring them to you. Okay? And if it would help you, get a chair, okay? Put it opposite you. Sit on one side and say, Jesus, I invite you to take a seat. All right? I say, okay, Jesus, this and this and this. In fact, if you want... You can write down all those cares. Write them all down if it would help you. If it will help your faith, write them all down. And then after that, put them on that chair and say, Jesus, now it's yours. It's no longer mine. Then go to sleep. It will do you good. All right? Yeah. If you're going to walk by faith, these are things that you need to do some strange things things that are strange to your mind but are good for your spirit. Okay? Yeah. So the next thing he says, be sober. Come on. Somebody say, be sober. Be Be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. You need to be sober. Hallelujah. You need to be sober. You need to be vigilant. Let's read that verse 8 in the Amplified. (laughs) Sister Noni was there before me. (laughs) Glory to God. It says, be sober, well-balanced, come on, and self-disciplined. Okay? Be sober well-balanced, and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. (laughs) Now, this is all talking about your mind. It's it's talking about a mental condition. I remember we we, we talked about the soul. Your soul is made up... Mind, emotions, will. That's correct. Uh-huh. So your soul, that which helps you to be self-aware, to be conscious of yourself, okay? In your soul, 
Your soul is made up of your mind, your will, your emotions. Okay? Yeah. So, it's all part of the soul we're dealing with, but now we're, we're zeroing in on the mind. We're zeroing in on the mind. Why? Because that's where the battleground is. That's where Satan engages. Engages people. He engages nations. He's after the mind. He's after the psyche of the nation. He's after your mind. He's after your sanity. He's after your, your sobriety. He wants it. He wants it. So you need to be sober. Hallelujah. And somebody that is sober is void of intoxication. There are things that intoxicate you. Do you understand me? When you take a lot of concerns, they, they, they make you intoxicated mentally. Now, alcohol affects your brain and affects your reasoning capacity. It blurs your, your <laughs> coordination and many other things, right, that it does. But I'm telling you, there are things in life that have the same effect as alcohol has on your mind. Yeah, they have the same impact. They have the same effect. That's why you need to be sober. You need to be sober or else those things, if you continue your sobriety, So that's why the enemy wants to continue to release negative vibes. Why? He wants, he doesn't want you to be sober. He doesn't want you to be sober. So what is, he's, he's, he's telling you things. He's bringing your past. He's bringing what somebody said, which he did not mean to say the way you heard it. The enemy gave you a revelation of what somebody said, and that revelation is so deep that you, you, you've missed the meaning of that statement. You are so drunk with that that you can't think straight. Do you understand? You're so drunk, you can't think straight. Yeah, why did she say that? Why did she, why did the good morning sound like that? She said good morning, but I know this good morning, there's something behind this good morning. Normally, when she says good morning, she doesn't just say good morning. Normally, if she's, if she's okay, if, if everything is fine, she would just say good morning. But she didn't say that today. She just said Good morning. Morning. And then in your drunken state of mind, you begin to make decisions based on that. You're not sober. <laughs> you see? Yeah. So, it's important for us to be sober. Because then it helps you to live a sound life. 
It says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. So when you are fearful, that means you are not sober. When you allow fear to get you drunk, you are drunk of fear. <laughs> it's, a, it's amazing. That fear can affect you. Can affect how you make decisions. It will affect how you relate with people. It will affect how you take steps. It will affect how you, how you respond to opportunities. You see? Well, some people can never fail in business be, I mean, because they're always sober. They're always sound in mind. So because of that, you know, when, they, when they assess things, they assess it properly. They look and they see clearly. But some other people, oh my goodness, they're always drunk. They're always drunk. They're either drunk with the with fear, they are drunk with negativity. Oh, they are, they are drunk with greed. You, know, you can be drunk with greed. And it affects your judgment. Why do you think people go and gamble? Is it, is it, do you think they just... It's, it's drunkenness. So there are different types of drunkenness. So I just wanted to see that there is another type that is, <laughs> is targeting your mind. And the enemy is releasing a lot of that today. So God's people are so confused. They don't even know what to believe anymore. They don't, they don't know. It's... They want to make decisions. Instead of them to consult the Spirit of God or consult the Word of God or to seek sound counsel. They are... And then they make decisions based on that. And yet they want to ex experience God's promised results. <laughs> Is that not f That's unfair, really. To be honest, it's unfair. Okay? God says, do this. You don't do it. You go do what you want. Go do what the, the enemy advised you to do. And you want the result that God promised. Is that not a contradiction? Yeah. So, we are paralyzed because of, because of some of those things that we have we have taken in so much of it. You know, if you, if you, have, if you have just a sip of wine, it's, it's, you know, or a sip of whatever, you know, whatever it is that, you know, I, I don't know those things. So, you know, I'm, I'm a holy person, you know. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> yeah. So you, you take a sip. Now, taking a sip and taking a bottle are two different things. Is that not so? Yeah. So some of us, in fact, I wouldn't want to even have a sip of negativity. All right? But some, some of us have taken bottles. Bottles of negativity. And you wonder why you are not sober. 
You're surprised. It's like, why is my life not coming together? Why is everything falling apart? Yeah, because you are not sober. That's why. There's no mystery about it. It's straightforward. You have drank the wine of the world. Yeah. The Son of Man will be as in the days of Noah. They were drinking. Hallelujah. They were partying. Come on, there's nothing wrong with partying, right? But they were giving it to marriage. Marrying whatever they want to marry. Yeah, marrying whatever they want to marry. Is that not what's happening today? There are people that are marrying their dogs. Come on. They're marrying whatever they want to marry. They are drunk. It's a, it's a state of mind. A mental stupor. They can't reason. Can't see clearly. He says that that's how the coming of the Son of Man is going to be. When Jesus comes, the world is taken away, just drunk. The enemy is serving. He's the bar. He's the barman. <laughs> Come on. But the bartender, yeah. yeah. It cannot be easier. You can just sniff this, you know, drink this. He is just serving humanity. Serving humanity. And people are taking it in. And they're saying, wow, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. That's how your destiny is going. He is making you cool, but he's taking your destiny from you. Huh? Come on. Are you they're celebrating? Come on, having a... Your senses are gone. They're gone. And that's why you make mistakes that you, you, you wonder, how did I get even get into this? Why? You were not sober. You were not sober. Your mind was not disciplined enough. Your mind is not disciplined. Listen to me. I don't have pressure to pressure me into doing what they want me to do. I refuse. I refuse to be controlled by the opinions of men. I don't care if the whole world believes it. My mind is disciplined. I choose to be disciplined in my mind. Hallelujah. I say, no. I'm not going to go that way. Hallelujah. I want to remain sober. Mm, no, no, no. Let's see. Let me look very well. and see clearly. Where I'm going. Are you following me? Yeah. But many of us, we just, because everybody's, yeah, this is the cool thing. Yeah, it's on media, social media. Everybody's doing this. So it must be cool. Let me tell you, all those things feed your flesh. They don't feed your spirit. And left to your flesh, come on, let's just keep drinking. Drink and be merry. Eat, drink, and be merry. That's the philosophy of the flesh. Is that not so? The flesh doesn't want to make any sacrifice for your spirit. So your flesh wants to party every day. 
Every minute. Okay, that's right. So I'm even behind. <laughs> yeah, the flesh wants to always be in a party mood. Now, how can you progress? I mean, let's, let's analyze that. Okay? The Bible says, War to the land whose kings wake up early in the morning to feast on wine. So, they wake up in the morning. In the morning, they're already drunk. Huh. He says, war. It's a terrible thing. To wake up in the morning and you're not sober. And yet, <laughs> I don't want to mention the name of the country, but it's a particular country. <laughs> Oh, my, my goodness. For the first time in my life, I saw somebody. I mean, I saw father, mother, child, drunk on a Sunday morning. We're going to church. And they're... <laughs> Sunday morning. 8.30 in the morning. When did they start? I don't know. And this is common in that country. It's a common sight. <laughs> Always drunk. So, how is that kind of a person going to be a good leader? A good father? Or a good mother? Or even a good child? You see? So be sober. <laughs> How many people want to be sober? Yes. Yeah. Be sober. Please. All the time. Be well balanced. Be well balanced in your thinking. Okay? Anytime. You are not thinking straight. Don't make any decision. Just wait until it clears. <laughs> or else you go sign your life away. Otherwise, you'll be like Jacob who, was, who got married and didn't even know who he was married until the next day. He woke up, oh, my God. <laughs> no. Aliyah is saying, come my baby. What? Which baby? Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. And he woke up in the morning and he saw he had been tricked. He was trapped by Laban. For Laban to succeed at that, Laban must have gotten him drunk. Get him drunk before they sign the register. <laughs> Got him drunk, and then they brought the register, and he's, you know, they're trying to hold his hand. He's trying to sign, and he signs it. <laughs> After signing it, it's, it's, it's done.
So that's how the enemy tricks many people. And they end up with the worst deal of their lives. Why? They were not sober. They were not sober. Hmm? Because when you are in that state of mind, there is no way you can be led by the Spirit. You see? Even if the Holy Spirit is trying to speak to you, you, you won't hear. You'll be binding Him. Yeah, because you, you, your mind, you, you're, you're in a state of mind that is, is incapable of making sound decisions. You're incapable of making a sound judgment call. Because in your mind it's just foggy. You're so anxious that you can't even think straight. Or you're so scared that you can't think straight. You can't think straight. I try to say, no, it's simple. Just stand there. Just, just, go, just attend this interview. Just... You know, it's not going to be, uh, it's not going to be difficult. Just go. But you are so scared that you are shaking. Why? You're not sober. You have drunk too much of what you shouldn't drink. Now it's affecting your judgment. And you sit down there, they ask you something that you know, but you can't even answer it. Something that is so simple that you know, but you can't even remember it. Because you are freaking out. Why are you freaking out? You're drunk. You've drunk from the wine of the enemy. So the enemy is busy. getting people drunk with his wine. Why? Because he wants to devour them. You see? He wants to devour them. So he has to make sure they are not sober. He wants to make sure they are not sober. Also, he gets them drunk so that he can now dupe them. Is that not so? I don't know people who, who go to parties and then they put stuff in their drinks. Yeah. And then after that, they mess up with them, kidnap them, rob them. Yeah. Where do you think all those ideas came from? It's the devil. It's his modus operandi. He wants to devour you. He says, be sober, be vigilant. All right? Huh? Be sober, well-balanced, self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. Why? That, the, that enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. So he wants to devour somebody. He looks at him and says, okay, fine. Let's see. What can, what brand of um, wine will appeal to this one. 
Oh, this wine is prone to negativity. Okay, fine. So let's bring the wine of negativity. Okay? Give the person an overdose of the wine of negativity. So the person drinks and drinks and drinks and is now drunk. Judgment is somehow now the lion comes. Yep. And then begins to feast on that person. You see? So be sober, be vigilant. Be sober, be vigilant. Be sober, be vigilant. And look at this one. Um, no, this, this one, this one is more prone to the wine of greed. Okay, fine. So, cook up. Get the best greed wine that hell has produced. The most advanced. <laughs> or the, or the, the spirits. You know there are some drinks they call spirits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So distilled. Come on. Well distilled. So they cook it up, cook it up. And then they serve serve that person with the spirit of greed. And the person drinks. Say, come on, have another shot. Come on. Yeah. Another shot. Come on. This is this is fantastic. This is the best. This is from whatever mountains. You know, special rare. This is the most expensive. Yeah. Come on, have some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have some more. By the time you finish, you lose your sense of judgment. Then the lion now comes. (laughs) His, the enemy, he prowls around like a roaring lion. So if you are sober, he cannot devour you. So for him to devour you, he needs you to be in a drunken state. Where you are not sober. Because if, if, if you are sober, you can be vigilant. But if you are drunk, how can you be? Have you ever seen a vigilant drunk? Huh? He is so drunk that he is so vigilant. (laughs) How do you explain that? So you drink that, you take that in, and then the enemy now comes and says, Yeah, now it's time to devour. And then he pounces on that person. Even if in that state you want to run, you can't even run. Because you are so drunk, you can't run straight. You can run into the wall thinking there is a door. That's what's happening to some people spiritually. Telling you. So we need to trust God. We need to. Are you drinking a spirit? Are you drinking a wine? Or are you drinking a beer? You know, from... (laughs) I don't know whether it's light or what, what, what cider you're drinking. 
Huh? Or are you drinking uh, Nkombo tea? <laughs> huh? Huh? Uh, what, are, what, what are you drinking? What, what is the enemy likely to serve you? What drink is he likely to serve you to the point of drunkenness? What is it? Because we're all different. Okay? Some of us, it's inferiority. The wine of inferiority. You drink it so much that you can't even feel able to do anything. It finishes you. It drains you. What wine are you drinking? What drink is the enemy serving you? What drink? There's nothing good that the enemy has for you. No matter how it tastes. I'm telling you, there's nothing good. Be sober. Be vigilant. In this day and age, these are the days that we need to be sober. More than ever before. Because the more you think about it, the more you see that this generation is under a serious assault by the enemy. But we are not ignorant. Hallelujah. We are not ignorant of his devices. We are not ignorant of his you. So that you know, you see, you can spot it. When you wake up in the morning and you start having that funny feeling, ask yourself, what did I drink? Because those drinks produce a kind of feeling. Do you understand me? They produce, there's a kind of feeling they produce. And if you act on that feeling, then you are going according to his predicted destination. And you don't want to go there. Our time is up. I want you to trust God. On this day of Pentecost, that if you have drunk anything, whatever the enemy has fed you with, whatever he has given you to drink, I want you to reject it now. To reject it, whatever it is. You know yourself. You know what you've drunk. Okay? You know what you've drunk. You need to reject it and tell yourself, no. I'm not going to allow this. Not anymore. You're going to drink from the Lord's table. Hallelujah. You're going to drink from the Lord's table, not from Satan's table. Not from the table of demons. We're drinking from the table of the Lord for the soundness of our minds. Hallelujah. Because that's what God has given us, the spirit of love, of power, and of a sound mind. He has given us the spirit of a sound mind. And as you partake of the communion this morning, I want you to believe God for a sound mind. 
believe God for a sound mind. I want you to take your, take your, uh, this cup symbolizes the blood of Jesus. The wafer symbolizes the blood of Jesus. Uh, sorry, the body of Jesus, which was broken for us. You should have received this as you were coming in. But if you didn't and you, your angels raise your hands and the ushers will attend to you. But I just want to read the scripture, then we'll pray and partake. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three. 23. It says, For I received from the Lord that which... I also delivered to you that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread, and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Amen? So we're going to partake this morning, but I trust that whatever it is you have drank that has put you in a state of mental stupor, we believe, God, that as you partake of this cup, that the blood of Jesus is going to neutralize Whatever it is. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. Thank you for these emblems. I ask, oh God, that you would release the power, the power that was in the body of Jesus and also the power of the blood of Jesus to be released in the lives of your people. As your people partake of this cup, oh Father God, that they, O oh Father, will be made whole in their minds. I declare soundness of mind in the name of Jesus. I declare a well-balanced mind, a disciplined mind in the name of Jesus as they partake by faith this morning. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's partake together by faith. I just want to begin to speak, begin to thank God. Your mind is brought under the Lordship of Jesus from this very moment. get rid of everything whatever it is you've taken and they say Lord God I surrender my mind to you my thought processes my thought patterns I surrender to you right now yes let the sanctifying power of the blood of Jesus sanctify my mind Cleanse my mind in the name of Jesus. Cleanse my mind. Yes, right now. I want you to just place your hand on your head.
and just declare after me. Say, Heavenly Father, right now, I come before you by faith. I bring my mind, I bring my mental faculties to you right now. I ask, oh God, for a purging. I ask for a cleansing. I ask for your sanctifying fire to pass through my mind. The name of Jesus from every hold of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, every wine of the enemy, every drink of the enemy that I have taken in my mind, I flush out right now in the name of Jesus. Clarity of mind, well-balanced mind, a disciplined mind, a sober mind right now. I receive that by faith. The mind of Christ is imposed over my mind. In the name of Jesus, I have the mind of Christ. I hold the thoughts and the purposes of God in my mind. At all times, I am vigilant in the name of Jesus. I refuse, I refuse to, drink to drink from the enemy. From the enemy. Thank, you, Thank you, Father. I receive freedom, I receive freedom from, every from every mental leech of the enemy. Of the enemy. In, the In the name of Jesus, demonic holds over my mind are broken right now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you real good. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.